Welcome to Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud, a weekly podcast with IT leaders who are driving the future of a software-defined infrastructure-based data center. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be in the world. My name is Jake Smith, Director of Data Center Technologies at Intel, and welcome to another conversation in the cloud. I am here and I'm joined today by Henry Tam, Senior Product Manager from F5. Welcome. Thank you, Jake. Henry, you know, the world has changed significantly over the last couple of months, or I like to say the eight months that we had in hibernation here in North America. But delivering solutions to solve customer problems, those haven't gone away for us, even if we are working remotely. F5 is a real leader in the industry. Can you talk a little bit for our listeners about your background and F5, the company? Sure, Jake. So I've been in both product marketing and product management roles in my career. I spent quite a bit of time with HP and Dell in their product management group, leading the development and delivery of new generation x86 servers. So I'm very familiar with the IT space and enterprise companies that purchase those solutions. I moved to F5 about 10 years ago. And so at F5, Hopefully, most of your listeners know we pretty much started what we call the load balancing industry. So load balancing is pretty simple. We make sure that client and user requests to the backend applications are distributed evenly, and that makes the application much more resilient and up and running. Even when we started back in 2000 or 1999, even applications were obviously becoming very critical. And companies needed a low balancing solution to make sure their applications were up and running. So F5 has evolved from that origin of low balancing to a more complete, what we call application services company. And we've evolved as it went from more of a hardware-based low balancer to software. And so today we offer our solutions across a breadth of platforms from public cloud to obviously continue to deliver hardware solutions, but also offering virtualized and software-based solutions. And of course, we have SaaS and cloud services offerings as well. So we basically span all the different ways you can consume the services that we offer. I mean, you guys are a leader in traffic management. You know, you've been shaping the cloud. You've been shaping the expansion of networks for, as you pointed out, two decades now. But, you know... As virtualized environments become the standard, there's a lot of issues and customers are really looking for solutions. Can you talk a little bit about the solutions that you've developed around virtualized DDoS? Sure. So I mentioned earlier that we've been expanding our application services, going from load balancing to traffic management, but also into the security space. So one of the things that we found out really early on was that you know, while we were acting as a load balancer, but because we were a full proxy, meaning we sat in between the clients and the backend servers. So having that visibility into the incoming traffic actually made us a really good security device as well. So, you know, other companies are using dedicated firewalls and other you know, types of solutions. We were actually blocking some DDoS attacks really since almost in the beginning because of where we sat in the network. And so we just evolved that to offering our own firewall solution that both block you know, layer four and all the way into what we call a web application firewall, which blocks layer seven attacks. 
So specifically on DDoS, we have a solution called Advanced Firewall Manager that is a network firewall, but it's also a DDoS protection solution. So as we evolve from companies wanting to deploy those security solutions on our hardware, now they're deploying it in our software-based solutions, right? So we have both a hardware platform and a virtualized platform. And not only are enterprises doing it, but of course the telcos and service providers are moving to a more virtualized form factor, what we call you know, NFV, right? Network function virtualization. A lot of it due to the move to 5G and the recognition that they want to also reduce their CapEx, reduce their costs, be able to be much more flexible and agile. So of course we know that's the reason that a lot of companies are moving to software, right? They want to have that flexibility and agility that software provides them. So as we offered our DDoS solution in a virtualized form factor, one of the issues that I think you're referring to is kind of the performance or capacity. While software is definitely great, and we definitely believe that trend will continue to move forward, one of the downsides is the performance that software offers because it's reliant on the host server's CPUs. And so you have to basically dedicate those CPUs to that software solution, in this case, our DDoS solution. So we've come up with a way to solve that challenge. And I think that, you know, that solution will then basically give customers the best of both worlds. It'll give you a software solution with its flexibility and agility, right? The ability to rapidly deploy, configure it, you know, scale it, but also give you the performance capacity of dedicated hardware. You know, that's a really good point. Too often, we think that we can just use general purpose capabilities and accelerators can not only give... I like to say the traffic manager, the capability to increase security, but it also gives you some flexibilities to do other things with those solutions. But, you know, the big IPVE solution or the advanced firewall manager is really based on some collaborative work that F5 and Intel have done with the FPGA Pack N3000. Can you talk a little bit about that product? Sure. So as I mentioned, we recognize some of the disadvantages of software running on just pure CPU, you know, Intel CPU specifically. And so we partnered with Intel actually many, many years ago to not only use their technology in our hardware platforms, we have both an appliance product line as well as what we call a chassis and blades, Cuprion product line. But when we moved into the virtualized appliance space, virtualized network functions, we recognized that, again, we had to bring across some of the same kind of performance and capacity capabilities that we had in our hardware, leveraging FPGAs. And so when we moved to the advanced firewall virtualized solution, we worked with the programmable systems group at Intel. They're the ones that do the Altera acquisition, provides the what we call field programmable gate arrays. It's just really a simple way of saying that there are these chips based on you know, a number of gates in it that are programmable, meaning you can take those logic elements and basically repurpose them for any function that you can think of. In our case, we leverage the FPGA in the N3000 pack card to do and offload some of the DDoS detection and mitigation. So as an example, In our AFM solution, we are able to detect and mitigate against, I would say, over 100 EDOS vectors. And they range from, you know, very simple ICMP flood attacks to TCP flood attacks. 
And so we're able to detect all these different types of attacks and mitigate them. But it was, of course, using up a lot of the post-server CPUs. And so by offloading it to the FPGA in the pack in 3000, we're able to substantially improve that capacity to block DDoS attacks. Specifically in our testing, we were able to show for specific attacks that we tested up to a 300x improvement. And when I say 300x, Jake, what I mean is that if you were to compare using our solution, which then you know would block, let's say, a specific you know sim flood attack, and measured that just running on a standard COT server running on XA6 CPUs, and then enabled this N3000 card to do the offload. When we compare that, that's where we're seeing the 300x improvement. Meaning, if we could only take one gig of that type of attack before the backend application kind of fell over. And we compare that with the N3000, we were able to withstand something like 30 gig of attack. So it's really a measurement of comparing with and without. And so we see a tremendous benefit with using the N3000 combined with our AFM DDoS solution. It's very rare that you hear these kind of outstanding numbers and the way that you were able to not only design the hardware solution, but the software solution to deliver those kind of performance numbers generation over generation. What are some of the things that F5 is doing to really lead as the first security vendor to augment your solution with SmartNet? Well, of course, the solution by itself was launched in June, so it's fairly recent. And we're already starting to see traction and we have a number of POCs that are ongoing. But of course, you know, it's always like, what have you done for me lately? So customers said, that's really great around DDoS, but I have these other solutions that I'm using with F5. And, you know, I like to get that same type of performance, not only for DDoS, but for, for example, for your core traffic management solution. And, you know, I can't get into too many details, Jake, yet, but we're working on our next generation solution leveraging the N3000, and that will then offer other types of offloads that would be directly relevant to the traffic management use case. I'll give one example, you know, accelerating L4 flows to give you better performance, things like doing NAT translations much faster. So with FPGA technology, the great thing about it, why we picked that particular technology solution is that it's, as I said earlier, programmable meaning it's reprogrammable. So we can take the same N3000 that's currently doing the DDoS solution that we talked about. But in the future, when we release these new capabilities, the customer could literally then use that same card, update the software that's programmed into that card, and then take advantage of the new capabilities. So you're getting the software flexibility and agility, but in this kind of hardware acceleration model, really another great benefit of using FPGA technology from Intel and this N3000, the customer does not have to then reinvest into a different technology. They can use that same solution, update the software, and be able to take advantage of the new capabilities that we'll be delivering next year. You know, programmability is often underrated until customers see the benefit. You know, for many, many years, you know, we've had programmability capabilities across the ecosystem and customers have struggled. But I think 
as we transition to cloud-first architectures and cloud-first environments, people have become very comfortable that things need to be updated at all times and that security is not a one and done. Security is every day. It's a diligence that you have to think about. Uh, you have to build around. Uh, you have to design for, design in, and then continue to design and update. F5 has been a leader for so long, but one of the things that you know, I find interesting is you transitioning to solutions. Why does transitioning to solutions to help your customers, why is that so important to the future of F5? Man, there's so many macro trends that I think are influencing the need for a solution versus a point product. Just from a pure management and cost perspective, a lot of enterprises, and we've talked to a number of our customers, I mean, they may have in their data center anywhere up to like 300 different point solutions that range from, you know, analytics, visibility, logging, obviously DDoS, web application firewalls, access and identity solutions, and of course, traffic management, load balancing, DNS. I mean, obviously I can go on and on. And, you know, managing all those different vendors and solutions is quite a challenge. And so having a holistic solution that Big IP and F5 delivers that gives you a common platform to deliver multiple different types of solutions, by the way, really, I think, addresses that kind of whole management cost issue. You know, companies are trying to reduce costs. They're trying to be much more hyper-efficient, right? Especially as they scale, their business is growing, but they also want to maintain and keep their costs down. And so, you know, one of the great things about programmability, we talked about automation, is that ability to automate so that you don't have a lot of this manual intervention. And so that kind of mindset also applies to a point product versus a solution. So being able to deliver something holistically across that software stack and be able to, for example, not only help your applications be more secure, but you know, faster, more resilient, more reliant, and providing visibility and analytics to you know, what's going wrong with that application. Having all that delivered to one solution or one company like F5, I think, you know, directly addresses the challenges that most companies are facing today. And then I think, you know, obviously, you know, the pandemic and COVID has kind of just accelerated some of those trends, not only because more and more people are working from home and end consumers are buying things through online and websites, but it really speaks to how do we scale? How do we automate? How do we minimize the manual and human labor aspects of managing all your applications in your data center? And I think having a complete solution that F5 offers is directly speaking to those challenges that companies are facing. I couldn't agree more. And Henry, you know, F5 continued through the years to evolve. But as you're evolving, you're also evolving where you're shaping traffic. You talked about people working from home, but you know, F5's got a pretty big initiative of securing the edge. Can you talk about and not only this solution, but overall as a company, what you're doing as the cloud to edge environment begins to expand? I would say that the edge, you know, it's been talked about a lot. You know, you could argue that it was probably ahead of its time, but I think in my opinion and in F5's opinion, you know, with the rollout of 5G, I think that truly does become the reality. You know, we've talked about Internet of Things for a while now. We've talked about edge computing, how things, you know, as you have all these billions of devices that are sending 
you know, useful information back to some collection point that the further out and the closer the data that's being generated from those devices, the closer it is to where it can be processed and used and analyzed makes the most sense. And so there has been, you know, a trend to get the, you know, what we call the edge so that we can be closer to not only the end users, but also so that we can get those edge devices and the data that those are sending. And, you know, again, IoT is kind of a prime example of that. So as that edge goes further out, there's a couple of benefits. You reduce the latency from where that data gets to you. And so building out those edge compute, I think the service providers use the term, you know, mobile edge computing. And so we see ourselves expanding from the core networks in those service provider telco spaces into the edge as well as they expand. And so because the edge will also need security, right? It's not just the core. Absolutely. Yeah, I would argue that the edge needs more security because the more you can make sure that the data is legitimate, is clean, is not you know bad traffic, so to speak, or bad data, and that obviously no one can steal that data, the more you can do at the edge, I think that's where the value comes in. And so... The edge, you know, brings a lot of other challenges, of course. You don't have, for example, maybe in an edge location, you don't have the expansive space and real estate of a main data center, for example. So space, efficiency, power, all those things are going to come to play in those edge locations. And so the devices and the solutions, in our case, our software solutions need to be able to run much more efficiently, not take as much CPU. And so I think that definitely plays to the same dynamic we talked about earlier, which is being much more hyper-efficient and reducing the amount of CPU utilization, being able to do a lot of these security functions and traffic management function as the most efficient way possible at the edge, helping to reduce latency and providing those types of services. So again, we talked about security, we talked about traffic management, but the cool thing about FPGA is that you can do other things, right? And so there are probably use cases and solutions that we have not even really explored that's going to come about because of 5G, because of moving the processing to the edge. So those things are really, really going to give us ability to expand beyond, I would say, the typical use cases. There are so many other things that we're looking at that can leverage that FPGA technology. Well, Henry, that's fantastic. And as we continue to collaborate, I'd like to bring you back here for our listeners to hear more. Can you tell our listeners where they can find more information? Oh, sure. Absolutely. So just go to, of course, our main website, www.f5.com. We have specific pages that talk to both our service provider solutions, both in the core network, as well as in the edge. And we also have a dedicated product page on our big IP VE solution that also has links to specifically talking about our partnership with Intel, as well as the SmartNIC N3000 solution. It's also referenced in our service provider page as well when it talks about security. So WF5, and then you should be able to see and search for both Big IP VE or SmartNIC or DDoS solution. Well, on behalf of Intel, I would like to thank my guest, Henry Tam, Senior Product Manager from F5. Wherever you may be in the world, we wish you a good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Okay.